Hey everyone, my name is David Nixon and welcome back to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Today, um, ironically, I'm talking about silence. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, really the power of silence. Now, earlier on for me, I may not have felt super comfortable with silence, whether if it was somebody thinking through their answer or if they're somebody asked a question within a group and no one answered and there's silence like an awkward silence uh, I would want to jump in whether it's because I wanted to help that person feel more comfortable or maybe it was my uncomfortableness that I didn't like that I thought the person felt uncomfortable and I felt uncomfortable about that and so I jumped in on their behalf slash my behalf right interesting but also from a coaching perspective and a training perspective a lot of the time, even just conversations, even with your spouse or family members or friends, just learning, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> there's, there's two versions of this, right? There's actually the shutting up, as in the not saying anything, and then there's also the silence in the mind. And so if I ask a question of somebody, and then I, I stay silent... There is a big difference between not saying something and waiting for their response. A massive difference. The first one means that I probably have something to say and I'm just not saying it. So I'm still in my mind. I've still got a voice going on. There's still some self-rumination. So that's not really silence. That's me being quiet. That is difference. So the power of silence is really... Coming from this this angle of listening, um, I mean, we can go down a different conversation with it. One of the meditative experiences that I offer is what's called a silent journey, um, which is an inward journey and a stillness journey as well. But the key thing here with the silence is within conversation, there is so much power to silence and beauty in silence. Every single one of us uh, ask questions every single day. When we're able to include silence adequately and contextually, we can help those moments be fundamentally profound for both the person asking the questions and the person being asked those questions. And the the interesting thing here even from as i just paused then and one of the key here's a little side quest for you one of the things that i've learned to do and it's something that i'm still building today is to be able to hold the silence when i'm thinking and presenting an idea or communicating rather than just filling that silence with um ah uh, um so i don't know uh because there's a big difference where if I'm thinking and I just hold the silence and let myself pay attention to what are the best words to articulate my message here rather than filling it with comfort words. Silence is profound. And once again, in many ways. So what do I actually mean? In what context are we actually talking? Well, let's use a context of coaching. Now, coaching could be managing it could be leading it could be at work it could be at home it could be at the gym for me in which i guess is work as well the key thing there is that 
the silence here that follows a question is crucial. Now, the question itself is absolutely crucial. Our ability to ask profound, powerful questions that have trimmed the fat, there's no fat on the question, no fat on the sentence, it's not three questions, it's just one question, to be able to ask that question and then just stay silent is one of the most important things that you can do for another person. Let me tell you why. If you ask a question and there's a, a short silence, and because of that silence, you start filling it with new words, that person may have used that silence to be able to go inward to think of a response. Now, there's a variety of different types of responses. Let's talk about one of them. One of them is, in that silence, the first person goes, what does this person think I should say in this? And then the silence continues, and that kind of washes over them, and they actually start to get to, what do I think about the question that's being asked? But the initial response for that person may come up, what does this person expect me to say? What do they want me to say? How can I say it in a way that makes me look good? And that's all to do with the external person. It's not to do with the person being asked a question. And if you interrupt there, you stop the person getting past the first layer. So for this person to really bring to awareness what is out of their awareness, they need silence. They need, and and another word for silence here, space. They need space, silence. And in that, if they give themselves permission, they may come to a tentative answer, solution, response to the question that's on behalf of them. The beautiful thing about that silence is and this is you you cannot know this as the coach or the person asking the question use use those two avatars interchangeably you you cannot know what are the connections are being made in the mind of the other person because they could you could ask them a question such as is that this pattern they're like yes okay that is that pattern where else in your life do you do that or do you do that anywhere else in your life and the person kind of might look at you blankly and the difficulty that people have then is that they infer that to mean something as opposed to just letting the person look blankly. And that person might be like, oh, fuck. That's why none of my relationships have worked. I've done that every time. Here are three examples. And that's why I haven't called my dad. But it doesn't sound like that. It just sounds like silence and looking blank. So if you interject in that silence, you interrupt that profound experience that, that you cannot get to that. They have to get to that. And so this is why the skills of a coach is so profound. And it's not, it's not about the coach. It's about the profound inquiry of the person being coached. That's what's most important there. And so when we interrupt the silence, we actually interrupt their thinking. We interrupt the connections that they're, they're making. Now, here's the other thing is that they're creating new neural pathways. They're looking at new potential options. There's a model that we use in coaching called IACR, which is what is the positive intention behind that intention, that pattern of thinking. Are you aware of that intention driving that way of thinking? Given that new awareness, 
what choices come up for you as new options. So here's a new neural pathway. So what choices come up for you next time? And if I start talking or giving them options of things, I interrupt their new neural pathways, their new discoveries, their new options that are arising for them. So for me, on behalf of them, I can shut the fuck up. Now, there is a bit of give and take with this because there's times where uh, I might say to them, they're just like blank. They're like, I, I actually don't know. And I'm looking at options right in front of them. I can see them as light as day from my perspective. And I said, I might say, um, would some options be useful for you? Would a menu, would a couple of different options um, trigger some thinking? They're like, yeah, that'd be great. And you're like, okay, well, in the past when coaching, some people have come up with these types of answers. And then I offer them those answers. So given, and that can get the juices flowing. That is different than just jumping in. And so if we're asking these questions, and if we're holding space for people, it is fundamentally on behalf of them. And so that silence is where so much magic happens. This is what I mean. I, I constantly tell all the coaches that I work with, just be a lazy coach. Do less work. Let the per like it's it's literally the same. Like all these people coaching, it's it's like them going around and and spotting everyone and taking their last couple of sets, right? The last couple of reps on their sets. So imagine a gym and there's a trainer and a coach and they really wanted to help everyone, but as soon as people start to struggle, they spot the weight for them. Let them struggle. That's where they grow the most. Hold space for their struggle. That's where they grow the most. And that can so commonly happen in silence. And when we get in there and we, we kill the silence, we usually kill their gains. So you can spot them, but you can spot them by supporting them and being and holding space for them. You don't always have to take their weight. Let them do the work. Ask your question. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> listen to them. And on you go. So... That's the power of silence. It is beautiful. It is something that I learned to embrace. A couple of key things that uh, frames that were useful for me during that, um, which is something that I've mentioned time and time again, is speak only to improve the silence. Another thing that can come that comes to mind is silence can often, not always, can often be a measurement of success. sometimes on that note team i'm done thank you very much for tuning in if you'd like to do some more work with me you can find out about meet the moment program uh, you can either go to the website or reach out to me directly we have it starting pretty much next week and then not again for another six months we do have more retreats on the horizon as well as more events this year but that's me done i'm out until next time peace and pizza i'll see you soon <laughs>